TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. They will advance to the divisional round where they will host the Kansas City Chiefs. He played a Super Bowl in another team's stadium that uh-huh. was at home, and there were still only 24,000 people there. I'm extremely excited, honestly. I mean, I know it's going to be a hostile environment. They have a great fan base. I know they're going to be wanting to win that football game, and I'm sure there'll be some trash talking going on. I'm just happy it's going to happen. They've gotten the best of us in the playoffs in the last few years and finally got a home game and just got to go out there and put our best foot forward and, and play as hard as we can play. I'm very confident in the Mafia. I know that they're going to bring it, and I'm hoping that they bring it to the highest that they've ever brought it because I'm excited to see that. I'm hoping the Mafia brings all of everything like it's all or nothing because I'm expecting it to be the loudest that I've ever heard and the swaggiest that I've ever seen and the snowiest that I've ever seen. So see you guys soon. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. Are you ready for it? It is Football Friday. Presented by Topps Market. Score big savings. Elevate your food game. I I have heard the message from Deion Dawkins. I am prepared to be the swaggiest I've been at these games. Yeah. The snowiest, too. I'll be the snowiest, the swaggiest. Yeah. I've got the uh, videos from listeners who sent us... How to scream louder. You put three fingers on the back of your neck and tilt your... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Although maybe I won't do that because we got to be in here on Monday. Yeah, you might blow out your voice. And the number of times yeah. I've lost my voice at games. I mean, it's it's a short list. The first one I think of is the Dallas Monday night game. Okay. I came in the next morning and I could, I could not speak. <laughs> For that game, you lost your voice. Great. Yes. Yelling at Dick Duran. <laughs> right. Was it yeah. wait, wait, was that angry yelling, oh, yeah. losing your voice, oh. rather than like, oh, yeah. you know, it's third down? <laughs> yes, it was definitely angry yelling at, and also a lot of cheering <laughs> for for all the Tony Romo interceptions. Uh huh. So, hey, it's Jeremy and Joe. It's Football Friday. Bills and Chiefs, and uh, Josh Schmidt made that open there for you. We've got lots going on today. We've got lots. It's uh, it's intense, right? Yes, it's intense. And already got the pit. Already got the pit in my stomach, just a little bit. I thought you meant the pit, which uh, we sacrifice fans to for the Bills' wins. Yeah, no, that's. So I saw fun. the Ringer writing about that yesterday. Yeah. It's starting to grab some national attention. Yes, yes, the new stadium being referred to as the pit. Yeah, feed which, feed the pit, which must specifically be, must be fed. Yeah, the Ringer's piece was kind of funny. It was tongue in cheek, just as much yeah, as yeah. the other ones about you know people being sacrificed to the pit in the sake of Bills' wins. But. Uh, yeah, here we go. Man, I'll tell you, I w- so I went on a station in Kansas City yesterday, 610 in KC, mm-hmm. with Carrington Harrison, who's going to join us coming up at 8 o'clock today. We'll talk with Carrington. And, uh, you know, it's always kind of interesting, the questions you get asked by them. It's like a scouting report. That's what they want. They mm-hmm. want to know, 
So, uh, you know, what's going on with these Bills? Well, what happened? What's different about them? Are they playing their best football? And, you know, sometimes you get asked the question from Kansas City standpoint, you think, oh, that's, that's a good question. Are they playing their best football right now? They're playing their best. What would you answer? You say maybe of the they're playing their best of the season. Are we sure about that? Right? I mean, they were pretty darn good in the first game against Miami. The offense was a higher yeah. a higher ceiling offense. The defense dominated that day once they got a little foothold. Yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Like they're they're on their best win streak. They've had they've had their fewest bad days. They've not had any trips in a while. They're That's just, yeah. They've just been pretty consistent. That's where I would take the question. If someone asked me, like, are they playing their best football? I would almost take that as like a stretch of games, and. You know, the Miami game was preceded by two blowout wins over bad teams. Yeah. So that, that three-game stretch has got to – I mean, did they win those three games by 100 points? Yeah, and it felt like combined? they were, they were going to be a freight train all the way through. Yeah. So it might be tough to top that. But, I, I mean, I think they're playing about here, – here's why I'd say I think they're playing their best football. I think they're playing about as well as they're capable of right now, given what they have – in terms of pieces and given the injuries that they've sustained on defense, you know, getting to the point where they're back to being like a top five unit in the second half of the year. Um, and even for this game, I mean, again, we'll see how it goes, but I'm trusting that I'm feeling like they'll be healthy enough to where they could still get the defensive results. And offensively, they don't have to me like a great fleet of weapons. Davis is super inconsistent, and Shakir is good, but we're not talking about Chase and Higgins. We're not talking about Waddle and and um, and Hill. Like they don't have the elite receiver group. So for what they've got, I feel like they're doing the best that they possibly can on offense. So I think I'd want to answer that they are playing their best football right now. Yeah, They're finding ways to win. They've got warts on their team, but they know what they are, and they're doing a pretty good job, I think, of figuring out how to win despite it. Well, yeah, I'm hearing that a lot. I heard that with somebody on yesterday with the afternoon guys, Mark Schofield. You know, mm-hmm. What do you like about this Bills team and how they're playing? And what he said was they're showing they can win in a number of different ways. right? So they can win – by going through Josh Allen and how he dominates. They can win with a defensive virtuoso performance against Miami, maybe. They can win with James Cook running the ball. There can be a Kincaid game or a Shakir game. It's not just, well, they shut down the one thing we do, so it looks like we're in trouble now. There really isn't that anymore, which we'll see if that rings true against the Chiefs here, but they're, they're definitely good enough to win it. The thing that's you know, the thing that is different this time, it's just to me the number one thing that's different is the Chiefs bring in a defense that we've not seen them have. And that's true of the first time these two teams played. The Bills got out early and looked like they were in good shape, and then Kansas City kind of locked things down on them. They only scored 20 points, which is 20 going to be enough to win? It really might be, I Boy, think. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would not sign up. That's for what I mean. You would no, 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 never. No one would sign for the dotted on the dotted line. No, for like, like I'll take twenty. I think they have a chance to win a football game if they only score twenty. I mean, they did just do it, so we've seen it. But they did it in Kansas City. They did it in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they won a game by only scoring twenty. So I think they could. But no, I would never sign up for just twenty. Twenty never. is the magic number for the Chiefs. The number of times they've scored twenty or less this season. Mm-hmm. It's way up 
from previous years. So it's not your uh, the, the phrase like it's not your father's Chiefs. It's not even that. It's not your Chiefs of three years ago or your Chiefs of two years ago. No, they were averaging a touchdown less per game. Yeah, they were twenty eight points per game consistently or around that for five years, and this year they're at twenty one. But this is what a Super Bowl win and an MVP gets you if you're the Chiefs. It gets you benefit of the doubt. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. They have earned people believing in them. People believe in the Chiefs in a down year more than they believe in the Ravens in a year where they're the one seed. And why is that? They've done it before. Andy Reid's done it before. He's put on master classes in the playoffs. Mahomes has pulled out games with legendary performances, 13 seconds being one of those. So they get benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. And they should. They, they've earned that. They are here, too. You know, they're one of the final four in the conference. Yep. So even in a down year, they manage, right? Like, they didn't have much of a challenge in the division, which I think helps them a lot in that regard. They didn't have a Miami pushing them all year. Right. So that helps. But they did play Miami, and then that was their biggest win of the season. I mean, in terms of point differential, maybe, against a good team. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. The fact that they didn't have a Miami in the division is really the only major difference between these two teams. Let's flip it around. You know, the same record. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. played the clip from Nick Wright yesterday where he, you know, pretended not to understand something, which is, you know, one of the things you do when you're mm-hmm. smart on television. Mm-hmm. Saying how the Chiefs are being viewed as a disappointment while the Bills are being viewed as a success. Flip it around. Make it so the Chiefs have an eleven and six record and they got the division win, but they chased it down over the final three weeks of the season. Right. They caught and passed the Chargers. Yeah. That's different than 11-6, and six, win your division, and just cruise there with no real challenger. Right. That's what it's about. They finish with the same record. Okay, what's different about their story? The Bills had to scratch and claw to get their division, and the Chiefs, again, did not have to. Right. They really haven't had to at any point in Mahomes' career. And because they, they had the bad losses the Bills did. I mean, the Bills had their bad loss to Denver, right? The, yep. the Chiefs lost to Denver. They scored nine points where they lost to the Denver Broncos in the middle of the year. The Bills lost to the Jets with Zach Wilson in their division, a pushover in their division that they lost to once Wilson was in. The Chiefs lost to the Raiders. Yeah. We all watched it on, on Christmas, where the Raiders didn't complete a pass in the second half, and they still won that football game. So, and, you know, there was a close game they played against New England. Their other lo- losses aren't terrible. Green Bay, Philadelphia, um, Detroit, and Detroit. But they had some bad losses to some bad teams, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the resumes are not that different. The outcome, not that different. Both finish 11-6. and six. Why do the Bills get the two over the Chiefs? Because they won that game. <laughs> and we've talked about over the year how like the one similarity seemed to be that like the, as much as the Bills struggled with pass catchers and not a dynamic fleet of weapons, especially wide receiver, the Chiefs are even – that's even more true. At least it has been as the season's gone on. Kelsey has not looked quite the same. He's still very good, but we're talking about like a 400-yard drop from last year to this year. Okay. Let, let's keep making comparisons. So that's Diggs. That's Diggs, yeah. right? At least it's second half of the year, Sure, Diggs, sure. For uh, sure. Hey, they got a receiver that has emerged late for them to really give them a boost, Rishi Rice. Rishi oh, Rice. The Bills have one of those. Shakir. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if they have a Kincaid, necessarily. No, probably not. But And I'm not sure if they have a, a Davis who's been boomer bust no. for them. And like, oh, look at the running back is really a big yep. part of this offense now. James Cook, 1,000 yards. Pacheco, oh, the, he's he's a thing to watch now in that offense. I was surprised to hear yesterday that Pacheco and Cook have the same amount of receptions on the year. 
because the Chiefs aren't really known for using him in the pass game. Yeah. It is worth pointing out that Cook has double the yardage on those 44 receptions. But, yeah, there's a lot of similarities. And another similarity, well, a difference might be that, you know, the Chiefs come into this game maybe as healthy as they've been all year, and the Bills come into it, you know, maybe as injured on defense as they've been all year. 8030550, our phone number. I'm tossing this up on Twitter on a football Friday. The Bills win if blank, and the Bills lose if blank. That's another way that whenever I go on with Carrington and Kansas City, he asks that question. All right, give it to us straight. The Bills win if blank. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know what my answer was? Hmm. If they run the ball, well. Which, come not, on, that's a cower answer. No. That's a Bill Cower answer. Here's, I know it is. It's, you know me. That's, that's, yeah, that's, you're going to hear that on the CBS Period Game Show four times. It's not something I'm going to want to say. Yeah. But aren't they going to want to do it? The, the Chiefs' defense is good. The spot they're not is in the run game. Mm-hmm. And the Bills have been a pretty good run team this year. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in love with the fact that they can run the ball a little bit better. I think they're going to want to run the ball. So... If they're able to do something they want, that should soften up things in the pass game, in play mm-hmm. action. So, yeah, it's, it's you know me, Joe. I'm not the kind of person that says, like, well, it's going to be important. Whoever runs the ball better is going to win this game. I just think the Bills are going to want to run it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. they. It would be a little different. Well, maybe not. I'm looking at back at the Chief game in the regular season. Like, Did they come out wanting to run the ball in that game with James Cook? Because the first couple of drives, like their first touchdown drive, it's Allen, 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 Cook, Allen. That's the drive. Although Cook is the reception uh, for the touchdown against the Chiefs, even though it was down the field. And then the next drive, okay, it's more running. It's it's Allen, then Cook, Johnson, Johnson, Allen, 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 Allen. I don't know. Like (laughs) That game, it looks like they kind of came out wanting to swing for the fences. A little bit. And they got out to a 14 nothing lead, which is a huge reason why they won the football game. They and played then, with the lead all day. And then held on. And they held on from there. dear life. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of want to do that. I don't want to repent the hanging up for dear life part, but I kind of want, let's let Allen come out of the gates and go after him a little bit. I, I don't 
say that running the ball well is not important because you're right. Like if you look at the the DVOA, if you look at the just yards per attempt, the Chiefs do not have a good run defense. It's the biggest weakness on their defense. Yep. But is that what I want to be in this game in this matchup? Depends. I mean, if they can run it like they did against Dallas, yeah. But man, that is it's an outlier. I know. It's so rare. I know. It's such right? a it's such, it's so opponent specific. Everybody knew Dallas was kind of soft in the run game. They dress players like in a dime defense. You can just run over, and the Bills ran over them. And we've but we've also pointed out too that like did Joe Brady come in thinking he was going to run that much? No, he did not. I mean, maybe he thought we'll run the ball and we'll run it well today. I mean, they it got to an extreme where they're running it on every play because Dallas couldn't stop it. So right, like some some watered down version of that. I I could see it, but you've got to be able to execute in the pass game in, to me in this in this football game. Like it. Doesn't it come down – whichever quarterback has the better game? Like, to me, that would be my answer. The Bills win if blank, if Allen outplays Mahomes. I think well, they win the football game nine times out of ten. That's tough because what if they both have great games? You can't really say, well, this guy's quarterback well, rating was 112 and this guy was 110, uh-huh. the better quarterback won. This guy's QBR was this or this. Who was the better quarterback in the 13 seconds game? Well, it was he, right. It's you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to pick. No. Who was the better quarterback in this last game? I mean, Allen was pretty good in the first half, and then it went away in the second half. And Mahomes, they had about the same passer rating pretty in the much. Last game. Yeah. And twenty-four to twenty, last time they went there, week five last year, who was the better mm-hmm. quarterback? I mean, they both Mahomes threw an end zone interception to Kyrie Elam. Allen had a fumble in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that we all want to make it as simple as whoever's the better quarterback will win. Yeah, but there's just definitely gonna be more than that. No, that's that's probably right. It, it is worth pointing out, though, to me that. This is, we, we always used to say Mahomes never has bad games, and this year for the first time he has some bad games. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen all the time, but once in a while he has a bad game. We know Allen has bad games, but it's now finally kind of true about Mahomes, too. And get, I don't know, like, it, it's not impossible to me that they could force him into that. That he could have a couple of turnovers, and it could be not he could be frustrated because guys are dropping passes, or because Douglas has shut down Rasheed Rice if he plays. Like I, I think that's within the range of outcomes. Yeah. That that Allen plays really well because he's Josh Allen, and oh, for the first time, you really get like a bad game by Mahomes in this matchup. Bills win if blank. Bills lose if blank. Give us a call eight zero three zero five fifty. Have a Text response tweet already in from Johnny. They win if they don't turn the ball over. That's going to be another popular uh, answer, I think. Here's the thing about that. The Chiefs' defense does not turn it over, like create takeaways. Chiefs' defense doesn't do that. They have 17 and 16 games, or 17 and 17 games, or 16 and 17 games, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. The Chiefs' defense does not turn the ball over. They don't get it. They have a good defense that forces punts. And as the driver of the train of turnovers are overrated. Mm-hmm. The fact that if you're a defense that doesn't get the ball in takeaways, but all you do is force punts, that means you're a sneaky good defense. Because turnovers get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And if you create a lot, you will get a lot of credit for that. But just getting the other team off the field is something the Chiefs do well. So, all right, I've got a defense that doesn't really get takeaways against this Bills offense that lately has been pretty clean with the football, right? Been, been all right. Josh Allen has had a couple games where he's been really sharp with no interceptions. I've got, knock, knock on wood, fumbles have been drifting mm-hmm. away. I haven't seen a fumble in a couple weeks. So 
Right? Can't think of one. Yeah. So you, you want to say the Bills win if they don't turn it over. I don't know. That, that's one I always get afraid of because not turning the ball over, that might mean you did nothing offensively and punted 12 times. Yeah. The Chiefs are 20, 28th in the league in takeaways this year, and the Bills are third. Yeah. So that's a massive difference. And flip it around to the offense. The offense for the Chiefs doesn't yeah. give the ball away that much. Their, turn, their turnover differential was a minus 12 because they're so limited in their takeaways. You might be surprised, though, to see that giveaways, exactly the same. Bills and Chiefs, they've both given the ball away 28 times this year. Um, the fumbles are a little bit higher for... No, they're not that different. I mean, yeah. Allen had 18 interceptions on the year, and I got the Chiefs with 17. Okay. So, like, how, how can that be, how these, can that be these, right, though? How many do Mahomes have? These teams are not so different. <laughs> That's what we're finding no. out. Well, no, that makes sense, because Mahomes had 14 interceptions on the year. So, I guess did three Somebody come else threw from, three? Like, did, Pacheco throw three interceptions? I don't know. Gabbert played the final game of the year for them. Did he, That's, throw, That's did right. he throw three picks in that game? He must have. So, I almost don't want to count that fully. But it's it's close enough in that regard. Um I the takeaway part of it though to me is like I, it's not something I ever want to really bank on. Right? No, no, never. Like oh the Bills are third in the league in takeaways and the Chiefs are fifth from the bottom. Like okay, maybe, but I, I don't want to just assume that because that of that stat being out there that the Bills will force three turnovers in this game and the Chiefs and the Chiefs will one. Yep. More tweets coming in. Jim writes in they win if the offense moves the ball, they lose if they don't. We should not expect to be able to contain the Chiefs' offense. If you ever should, if you ever should, it's, it's now. It is now, man. If you ever should be able to expect, that's the thing. There have been plenty of games against the Chiefs where I would say to you, hey, if Kansas City scores 31, it's on you to score more. This might be a spot where, at home, mm-hmm. healthy enough on defense, what the Chiefs have and have been able to do on offense this year, if you give up 31 to them, that's a terrible day. Their offense, yeah, they've, the, the Chiefs over thirty-one one time. Right, this year. the Chiefs' yeah. offense would should I would say should be happy with twenty-four, really happy with twenty-seven. I, I often think, Joe, that that amazing. the thirteen seconds game kind of skews us into thinking that every time these two teams meet, it's going to be forty-one to forty, and it it rarely is. It's often one of the teams or two of the teams in the twenties. That right. goes back even to the game the Bills win there that was delayed by a storm and a power outage. Like The Bills ran away with that one a little bit late. There's yeah. a Micah Hyde pick six off of Tyreek Hill's hands. Since then, 24-20 and 20-17. Yeah, 38-20 thir- to 20 was that game in, yeah. uh, in Kansas City. But tw- if I said to you 24-20 and 20-17, you'd be like, oh, those are scores of Bills-Jets. Like, no, that's right. Bills-Chiefs. Right. I mean, if the defensive coordinators kind of learned a little bit after playing each other so many times, that, like what you can and can't do. Well, there's a lot of matchups against one another. You've seen Andy Reid a lot. You've seen Steve Spagnuolo a lot. Mm-hmm. It is the X factor in this matchup, Joe Brady, right? He's yeah. the new guy yeah, he's in new. this. McDermott would have been here throughout, sure. Uh, Leslie Frazier was calling defense for a lot of these matchups before. Yep. But McDermott's defense. Who's the X factor in this matchup? Who's the X factor in this game? Brady. He's been on the staff, yeah. but his offense has been different than Ken Dorsey's. Motion. What, what does motion do for the Bills against these Chiefs? Mm-hmm. How can they How can they in matchup number two, yeah. right? Brady would have been calling the plays for the first matchup. Now he gets like, all right, I see what they did, and here's what we're going to do in matchup number two. Here's how we're going to hit him. It's a huge, huge moan for him. Tons yeah. of pressure on him. It being the second matchup against the Chiefs, too, because right, the Chiefs have a whole game of tape and experience on a Brady offense. 
against them. And they're going to have some form of counterpunch. And whatever that is, does Brady then have a counter to that counterpunch? And the motion part of it continues to be like a good part of their offense. I saw a good breakdown of they used Andy Isabella, I think it was eight times in motion last week against the Steelers, and they got big plays multiple times that were opened up because the defense was moving. One, The Kincaid pass on the first drive uh, was one of those. So that's kind of a staple. You know, and when it comes to the the run game in that, you know, like they they are they're doing they're wanting to run the ball lately, but are are they are they at their best running the ball since the Cowboy game? Like last week, were they great running the ball? Other than Allen, Allen, of course, you know that might that counts though, right? That, like that counts. How, their run stats are up, and I do want to count those as passing plays, though. No, I know that's, that's why the thing. that's why when I look right now, like their neutral situation pass rate, which under Brady they're way down, and they're like they're twelfth in the league. They're normally top three. They're 12th, but I almost kind of want to take that with a giant grain of salt because it is a smaller sample size, which means this could impact it more. The Cowboy game, they didn't want to run it as much as they did in the Cowboy game. They did that because it just was not being stopped, so why are we going to stop running it? Their plan was not to run the ball 40 times in that game, I don't think. And you have way more Allen scrambles with Joe Brady as the coordinator, that right. were called pass plays that are going down on that stat sheet as a run play. Right, third and 13 scramble in Miami. That's a pass play. Right. It'd be funny to see if you could, I mean, I'm sure someone could do this, the numbers for the running game versus the numbers for called running plays. To take yeah. all of Allen's scramble yards and throw those on called passing plays would boost the passing game quite a bit. Right, like... The, the the run last week, 52, 52 yards. yards. It's a pass play. That should be an explosive pass play. Right. That right. Should, that's what that should go down as. 803-0550, Jeremy and Joe with you. Let's get some calls in. We have a wide open board of phone calls uh, if you want to jump in. 803-0550, your phone lines are open for you. It's Football Friday. What's your feeling? Hyped? Terror? Nerves? Excitement? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you want. Give it to us in a word or two or just however many you want on the phones. 803 803- 0550. We will be back in a snap. It's brought to you by Snapdragon Apples, the official Apple of the Buffalo Bills. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 